Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Love Human Be Spirit in season two. Whoop, whoop. How are you today, Monique? Hello, hello. I am doing good. Thank you for asking in season two. I love that you added that. Welcome back, everybody. We're excited to be back talking. If this is your first time, welcome here. Uh, We're happy to have you and uh, have you listening to us. We love our listenership community so much and what this podcast has brought into our lives. So we welcome you with big open arms. And um, we're excited to talk about a, a fun little topic that Amy came up with today. Um, I don't know how long you've been thinking about it, but, um, it's, it's a cool one. I like this. So let's, let's get into it. You know, um, we often spend a lot of time sharing information about definition, whether it's the centers, whether it's our gate activations, whether it's the, you know, the line that it's in. And we often don't maybe give enough credit to the openness that's within our design. And we have said, you know, and I'll say it again, but the openness, our belief system is this is the areas of our design that we're meant to nurture. It's where we have the potential for the greatest wisdom in this lifetime. And so I don't ever want us looking as it as womp womp, although y'all have heard me womp womp about my open heart enough. And so I just thought, what a, <laughs> what a great opportunity for us to talk about the potential for the highest expression of having that openness and having us look at it a different way. And so we kind of are going to try to cover three things, which each of the nine centers and we'll do the best we can. This is just, you know, us coming right off rip here and just, you know, um, and this is a course through our lens, through our perspective, people. Okay. So while we welcome everyone's perspective, we're sharing it with you definitely from our lived experiences, our learning, the teachings, you know, it's all the things, right? So personal view also through yep. our personal view. hundred <laughs> percent. So we'll start at the top with the head center. We'll make our way down. We'll probably in with the roots, how it'll probably end up and we'll yeah. zigzag our way through the design. So I do uh-huh. love this idea though, Amy. And I just, I love the idea of uplifting of uh, the openness in our chart, the undefinition in our chart, uh, you know, and we do spend a lot of time focused on definition as we should. Our definition is our consistent um, operating self, but I love the idea of approaching this from looking at it as let's look at the undefined centers and what they offer in our yeah. chart too, because it's beautiful. As you guys know, my daughter is a little projector with two defined centers. So we talk about the, uh, like she thinks about being undefined more than I do. Do you know what I mean? So it's, this is, this is great. Yeah. Can't wait to tell her we did this. Good. <laughs> okay. Yay. Let's awesome. start at the top at the head center. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, the the lowest vibe probably that, you know, is offered from this perspective in the head center, you know, this is where questions and inspiration, doubt, confusion, pressure all lands in that center. And we, we have an episode for that. Yeah, we have an episode <laughs> for that. We don't need to repeat all these things. But, you know, it's like, let's make sure that we're not um, busying our headspace with things that don't matter or trying to answer other people's questions. And um, so, you know, from this perspective, it's, you know, just the openness offers me to be really curious. And I love what you shared, like um, the third piece of it. What was the third piece? Well, I just love, well, well, hold on. I think you're going past your first two pieces very quickly there. Uh, you know, <laughs> let's I do. talk about this. Undefined head, undefined head. Like we're celebrating our undefined head right now, right? And which we both have for the record, okay? So we can talk about this. And Amy, you said it really beautifully before we hit record, of course. Um, you said, I don't worry about, what did you say? You said, I don't worry about things that- Don't matter. Aren't, that don't matter to me or that don't- And I aren't certainly have no- yeah, I have no business bothering with my headspace of trying to answer other people's questions. That's yeah, so this is almost like, you guys, this is almost like an I am affirmation or like a mantra. Like if you're out there with an undefined head like we have, that this is where we want you to go with that. I am an undefined head being. I do not worry myself with, with the things that don't matter. There's no space in there for me. Why? And then this was the piece that I wanted to add was the gift here, the gift in an undefined head is that you can be, we can be constantly inspired all the time by the things around us. We have the ability to be, to pick up inspiration from everything all of the time with our beautiful undefined heads. But if our, but if, you know, we're filling it with all those things that don't matter, we might, we may miss those inspirations, right? We may miss the uh, actual opportunity that the gifts can offer there with the openness if we are doing that thing, the low vibe thing, um, which, which you mentioned, right? So yeah, that's the, I think that that's the kind of the whole, the whole piece there, right? Does that make sense? Yes. And if yeah. you're, if you're looking to focus on anything in particular, please focus on the gift, please focus the on gift. The, and focus yeah, on the gift, you know, let's do that. Right. Yeah. We want to focus on the, uh, uplifting part of that. And yeah, because too often we do hear it talked about in this, like, oh my God, be careful. Be careful, yeah. you'll get conditioned there. Oh my God, guess what guys? Conditioning's gonna happen anyways. It's all, it's here to happen. So let's focus on what we can control. And what we can control is what we are thinking about, right? How much time 100%. we're spending thinking about that thing. And so with an undefined head, you may be a person that can find yourself thinking about things that don't matter. And if we do, we tell ourselves, I'm an undefined head. I do not waste my time thinking about things that don't matter. I wait for inspiration to come to me and then I get inspired and I do things, yeah. It's like saying to yourself, I have the ability to only think about things that truly matter to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's only space in there for that because the rest of the time I'm waiting to be inspired. Yes. By what's yes. around me. How about that? Yes. Yeah, I love that. That, that sounds good to me. So much lighter and playful. And so, oh, God. Why yeah. don't we it just made that? my head feel lighter, actually, saying that. <laughs> I think it just made my head feel lighter. Well, because <laughs> the pressure, it's a pressure center, right? So it is. Right. You literally, this is important. Yeah, we can literally fuck ourselves into having a headache if we let, you know, be or trying worse. to answer everybody else's questions, right? Like, yeah, I don't have to. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the mind, the Ajna, the yeah. upside down triangle right under the head, you guys. Yeah. The Ajna center. I have a defined Ajna. So I'm going to let you start this one again. Undefined Ajna. What would you say here is the thing, the, 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 the thing weighing on you that you can like maybe... Eh. 
I don't do that. I have an undefined Ajna. I don't need to, or what, what do you think? Definitely. I don't need to be certain. I don't need to be certain. I don't need to be certain. Yeah. I don't need to be certain. I don't, I don't need, need to, to find convince, the answers. Right. I don't need to convince anyone about anything, right? There's no convincing that I need to, because really the highest expression for me is allowing myself to be really curious about what other people's insights and opinions, you know, and ideas are. So then I can allow myself with that curiosity to just conceptualize it for myself, how it, how it feels most aligned. It's like, I don't, I am certainly not going to busy myself pretending to be certain. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't need to find the answers, right? Nope. No, no need for you to, to, to search and seek and all those things, because you're not really here for that. It'll probably come to you easier if you don't, right. With an undefined mind or, or you may easier, right. Or may get in your own way. I feel like too. I mean, I know my defined mind can get in my own way. Like sometimes so. the answers but, will come exactly when I need them. There you go. There it is. When I need them. There it is guys. Write that one down. The answers will come exactly when I need them to. And, uh, and that is, and and the gift here, the gift of the undefined Ajna, this I can speak on because I have the defined Ajna and sometimes this trips me up, but you have the beautiful open-mindedness. You have the ability to um, be this ever-evolving um minded person your your opinions and beliefs can be fluid and uh not that mine cannot but it, with with more ease they they they're naturally kind of you're designed to be open to other people's um views and opinions and perspectives and beliefs so that you can then take that moment to decide how you want to process those things that you're taking in right and and it can it can go so many ways and that's the gift right because otherwise um it's going to be more fixed with my defined mind, generally speaking. The things that I take in, I'm going to process in my Monique defined mind way more often than not. And so um, it's up to the undefined minds here to know the gift here is that you can see the things in the mind that I maybe might miss, the defined, the defined people might miss, right? Wouldn't you say? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, no, I love that. So I think the gift here is you have an open mind and, um, and you can't, uh, if you're, if you're, if, again, if you're seeking for the answers, if you're pretending to be certain, you're kind of constricting that openness, it sounds like to me. Yep. Right. The like it's almost like come exactly when they're meant to the answers yeah. will come and then you're exactly opening them. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Open for all that receptivity, which, uh, which again, that's the gift here. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Okay. How, How about, about that? that powerful throat? throat? What do you think about throat that? Center. Some people like to call the throat center, the manifestation center, the like all roads lead to Rome center <laughs> of the, of the thing. I read that in there somewhere too. I'm sure it's in a book somewhere. Right. Arrows pulls, pulls out my citations from wherever, but um, because there's so many gates in the throat. Right. But, um, but yet uh, if you have this undefined or open, oh my gosh. Right. All those with the open throats out there. Um, we know a few of them. We've we've been honored to meet a few completely open throats. And we know some undefined throats, peoples that have podcasts of their own. We know some undefined throat peoples that have a voice that is very much their own. This is not a, like, this is a manifestation. This is a power center, whether it's defined or not, you guys. Okay. So please know that in yourselves. Please don't um, think you, you know, have an undefined throat. And so you don't have as a loud a voice or something as somebody with a defined throat, because there's such a gift here. Wouldn't you yeah. say, Amy? And, and yeah. The... I mean, I think, you know, the, the, like the messaging that we were taught was that somebody with an undefined throat that might be acting out of alignment would be using 
the power of communication to try to attract attention to themselves, right? Um, and in this instance, I would say that undefined throat person, the potency with which it, it's very much about a timing thing. And it's very much about they may be an advocate and speaking on behalf of others. So I would offer it will come out exactly when it's meant to and it will land exactly who it's meant for. Instead of this, you know, where we are described as having defined throats as effectively communicating with ease, I don't want the undefined throat person that think, thinking that there's this is going to be something that's with dis-ease. That does not have to be your truth. So the messages that you're meant to communicate will come out exactly when they're meant to and land for exactly who they're meant to. And that's just, I think that just sounds so beautiful. And oftentimes what we find is the message that they share is often on behalf, you know, they're they're advocating for others. And um, we've had, you know, open throat people tell us that it's really hard, like they'll feel it in the pit of their throat when they're trying to talk about themselves, but if, when they go to talk about others. So, you know, the gift for them is that beautiful knowing that when they are speaking on behalf of others, it is powerful and just honoring that you have all the time and the timing of when you do share, you know, will happen exactly when it's meant to. I love that you said timing, because I think that that's really, really a big piece here. And yeah, I would say something like, I know exactly what to say when, and when I'm supposed to say it. Yes. That's what I would say. An yes. affirmation of something like that. Perfect. I know exactly what I need to say. And I know exactly when I need to say it because there may be a doubt here. There may be a feeling of insecurity or doubt or something like that. Like you maybe can't get the words out or don't know when or whatever. And just reminding yourself, trust that you can trust your timing um, in your words. You don't need to speak because uh, you feel that pressure build up necessarily, you know, um, maybe, maybe you do, but for the group or something like that, because that is the, which will take us into the gift here, right? The gift here is speaking on behalf of others, speaking, being an advocate with your voice, uh, being able to say the thing in the room that other people cannot say, right? There, this, this goes for even us having defined throats. There may be times where I'll be in a room and I'll have a thought, right? My defined mind's connected to my defined throat. And maybe I can't get that thought out for whatever reason. Maybe my undefined solar plexus doesn't want some confrontation, ah, right? Whatever reason, maybe I can't get the, the thought out. And maybe the undefined throat next to me is going to be the person that says the thing that I'm dying to say, but in that moment, I can't, right? That's how that can work too. So there is, um, remember, we're here to take in in those undefined centers. So when you're taking in, you are um, taking in your throat. Think about that. You're taking in someone's like voice, like mm -hmm. they're literal, what they want to say, their words. What a gift. What a gift. Right. And um, but yeah, a lot of people can be really, um, I don't know, there's so many gifts offered in the undefined throat. But I would say that that that's where I go to um, reminding yourself that, you know, your timing is your own, you know what you trust that you know what you need to say when you need to say it and how you need to say it and that it's going to come out fine. And if you trip up or stutter, that's okay too. It's still fine. Still yes. coming out perfectly. Um, and um, reminding yourself that the gift here is that I can, I can advocate for others in a way that um, is very innate and that I'm, you know, really feeling. It's not 
I'm not making it up. If I feel like something in the room needs to be said, it's probably needing to be said from, right. you know, so yeah. I love that. Yes. Now that's okay. Definitely a powerful G center. G center is another potent one, do you, right? Do you know what I learned the other day? Maybe yesterday, the other day, all my days are the other day. Um, the other day, yesterday, I think I learned <laughs> that the, Ra was never told why it was called the G center. Like what G stands for. So some people think it's God. Some people, I don't know, but there was never, he was never just, I, I don't know if you guys know, but the, the story goes that Ra was given the information. Ra Uru, founder of human design was given the information via some voice in the ethers. That's kind of how this came to. Right. But, and, and all of this information, like he was like writing in his, like a picture, like crazy professor style writing in his cave for days. And, uh, but the G center, the definition of that never came up. Isn't that interesting? That's very interesting. It's the only one that's labeled as a center, you know, the G center. Oh yeah, that's true too. Look at that. Huh. And, um, and it is one of the new. Hey, you, yeah, you, the beautiful human listening right now. You, the unique and perfectly designed human deserving of having the life experience you envision and feel for yourself in your soul, in your heart, in your body, because you are enough just by existing and being here as your most authentic best self. I have a question I would like to ask you. Before I ask this question, I would like to invite you to feel your body as you answer it back to yourself, please. If you have a minute or more, right now to not just answer with your mind but also your body in this moment right now i think that would be really fantastic okay thanks i appreciate you hanging on to my words here waiting for me to ask the question already but it is an important question so if i've gotten you to pause and really listen i believe that is a good thing okay here goes how do you feel when you picture yourself getting a truly unique and life-shifting human design reading from not one, but two unique humans, one designed to guide and one designed to initiate that are fantastically and wildly obsessed with looking into your unique design and offering all of the brilliance and magic we see when we see you through your chart. Well, good news. It's us, you all. So listen, here's what. As a duo, we offer a really unique opportunity every time you meet with us. We have a beautiful way of initiating and guiding you back to yourself. For a lot of reasons, really. The biggest one is we're on the same journey. Everything we offer is because we have either lived it, experienced it, seen it, been near enough to feel it, learned it deeply, and then integrated it. We have had our freaking minds blown by it and couldn't not scream it from the mountaintops. We've had our lives shifted by it, felt the most deep self-love and self-acceptance and compassion for not only ourselves and others by living into this. We love what we do and we love being on this journey with each other. And now we get to offer doing what we love to do together and being on this journey with you in a deeper way. If you've been thinking about getting a reading and are waiting for a sign, this could be that sign. We are more than excited to now be offering human design reading sessions with us as a dynamic duo. And we cannot wait to meet you. If you're interested, the link to book is in the show notes. We hope to see you soon.
deeper things uh like because you know we went from seven centered beings to nine centered the the ego heart and the g are they're, they're like work in tandem we'll get there next to the little yeah. ego nearby but interesting right okay sorry fun fact one line no, for I the day that. i love that fun fact Okay, so the G center, undefined G, again, mine's defined, Amy's is undefined. So I'm going to let you start off with this one. But what do you think is the the mantra or the reminder here for the for the undefined Gs? You know, what would well, you, what do you tell yourself? Um, that I don't have to have a fixed direction in any way. And my identity is fluid. I, Perfect. I love the fact that I can be passionate about this and want to share this with the world today. And it could be something completely different tomorrow. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I, I think, yeah, I think the, the, the mantra needs to be something along that. Yeah. Like the remindingness of I am a fluid, ever-changing being, um, you know, my, there's no need for me to remain fixed. I can reinvent myself as many times as I want and and do in this and lifetime. Actually, it's because... very exciting to do so. You know, yeah. Close vibe is us thinking we have to hold on to this thing because somebody modeled it for us or told us that we should. And that's actually going to leave us, lead us to our not self again and again. A lot of amazing actors have undefined G's. That's one of my findings that I've um, noticed as well. Like a lot of the really, really amazing actors have undefined G's. You think about that. They're getting into a role day after day after day, going to a set and shooting. And you're like taking on parts of that person, that character, mm -hmm. right? Um, I love that. I love thinking about that. You know, I have a defined G, so the experience feels very different for me. But um, but I also like can I like the idea of like when I would read books and stuff like that, the idea of reading a character and taking on bits and parts of that into myself. That's kind of what I picture it being like for like an undefined G. But like all every day, everything, every environment, every right. I mean, you're constantly evolving. You're constantly fluidly changing, and that's that's. Is that the gift? Do you think? I think the gift is the knowingness, you know, that you're the, the fluidity of allowing yourself to test constantly and letting that be fun and playful and not having to have a desired or a specific outcome. Because you hear, uh, I personally hear a lot of people tell me they feel lost. So of course I want to go directly to see if they have a defined G because if it's undefined, that that low vibe is hanging on to somebody else's direction and therefore feeling lost. And in, the theory is, is we're never lost. We're we're in an ever changing space and letting that just be so freeing. Like I can be a feather in the wind. You know, I can try this and then I can try this and I can try this. Right. Yeah, I love that. And I and I love what you said about the um the lost piece though because I do think that that's a common sentiment yeah, that we can all kind of relate with. Um, and again, society, we're so taught to like, know who you are, know where you're going, know, da, da, da. and so like, we get a lot of that. I feel like pushed back for, for, for you undefined G's out there. You get a lot of that, uh, pushback from the world in general. Like you get asked questions, like, I mean, even like, I don't know, journaling, like, who are you? That might be stressful. Oh for... yeah. I don't want to do that. No, I don't yeah. no, like, and um, I honestly, and I don't even necessarily want to do, where am I going? It's, I want to journal and reflect on the experience. I let myself have that day. Yeah. Beautiful. And that's I it. Think that that's and then I'm not attached to it. That's, that's not an indicator mm. of what I get to do tomorrow. Fuck that. So, so maybe I'm that's part lost. of the too. What? I'm sorry. What did you say? Oh, I said, maybe that's part of the mantra too, being unattached. Yes. You know, I allow myself to be fluid and ever changing and evolving and unattached. Yeah. Maybe that's that. like the mantra there. Boom. 
That's perfect. Yeah. And because, because the gift here is that um, I'm allowed to go into my daily experiences way better and receptive to, um, to, to what can come my way that way. That's right. right. To what I can be that day. If I have a, if I'm trying to have a fixed sense of what I am or where I'm going, I may miss the gift that's around me being offered in that moment, in that experience. Right. So, right. We're not available for it. If we're yeah. so fixated, we're not meant to be fixated on anything. Yeah. And, and you still have you're in your G center, everybody has their magnetic monopole that is driving you in the trajectory that is your life in your purposeful, meaningful way. How you're going to get there, I don't know. That's up to you. But you and the universe are doing that together. The magnetic monopole's in there. It's guiding you. It doesn't need to be defined or not. And you don't need to know who you are or where you're going every second of every fucking day that's for right. that to be true. That's just, those are facts. Amen. Those are human design facts. Great. By Amy and Monique. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Moving on to the Dude, ego. The your, heart favorite, center. your favorite center. Well, and I will tell you, I don't have, I only have, we touched on this. I only have two ones in my entire fucking human design. So I am not somebody that's going to go down a lot of rabbit holes, but I did find it very interesting in some of my studies that the having that heart center open, which is 70% of the population this is the number one core wound that's out there for people. The heart really packs a punch. We've said that we have an episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and it's most conditioning. One of the centers it that is. does the it most is conditioning. It is the center with the greatest conditioning. I've heard the solar, I've read the solar plexus and the, and the ego are the yeah. two that do the most conditioning. That's what I've read. But yeah, I mean, this is an important one. And so I'm not surprised on that at all. But Yeah. So I, um, uh, remind myself that I have nothing to prove, nothing to prove. I have nothing to prove. I have nothing to prove. And I have the exact amount of motivation I need and I will honor it to do yeah. whatever it is that I feel called to do, but I'm only doing it because I remember this is a very personalized, my needs to get met. I'm doing it because I want to, not because I feel like it will then show me that I'm worthy and valuable and I'm proving myself there. I don't. So I have nothing to prove and I have the exact amount of willpower I need to do. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. And the ego guys, the ego is the little triangle off to the side, also called the heart center. And this center is we, we use so many words for the center. It's the ego. It's the heart. It's the will. It's the motivation. It's the motor. It's there's a lot of little words with this one little center. And it's like, yeah, 70% of it undefined. Um, that's, that's major. That's major information. Um, and for us 30 percenters that are defined i mean still that's major information how are you using that yes. motor right that little tiny motor if you have it defined like me because that's key too that's another episode undefined hearts this this thing about having to prove this is another thing societally man that we are fucking drilled oh man prove yourself how much work did you do did it did it you know prove your worth prove how hard you can do prove how much you can put all this stuff it's like Yo, calm down. I'm here, right? I woke up today, right? I got dressed and I'm breathing and I ate and I took care of my, I'm, I'm winning. That's how you need to live every day, I think. I mean, that's how we all should live every day, defined ego or not. But undefined egos, that's it. That's what you have to prove every day. Did I, did I, am I here? Are you looking at me? Cool. I proved it. Did it. Moving on. There's nothing to prove here. You're just, you're here to be be yeah. you. You don't need to have this will to push a, agendas or to like, 
whatever um, uh, motivate passionately if you don't feel like it in that moment or whatever. That's not your gig. Like, let, let us do that, right? You're here to be. And by you doing that, it's like, it's like, it's like air for us to find egos. Honestly, it's like fucking air for us because we're so, um, you know, when my motor turns on, it's on, it's fucking on. There's like nothing else that I can do or see or be. It's just on. That little motor is like, it's like on. And um, undefined, there's like this, I don't know, there's like this relaxingness, it feels like, like in the chest. You can just be, when you're being that way. I mean, obviously, I know that's hard to do in this world <laughs> to exist that way. But when you are, when you're capturing that essence of just being, it's really beautiful for an undefined heart, watching them not prove anything. It's beautiful. I watch it in you. I see it in a lot of my friends, too, that are undefined. And um, you know, hopefully you're pulling in the right to find energy to your ego because you're going to pull in to find hearted people if you're undefined hearted. That's just facts too. You know, right? and in the beginning I said, you know, our open centers are where we have the greatest potential for wisdom and it's where we're meant to nurture. So if this one is like really packing a punch for you, we're just going to invite you to get more clarity for yourself and create some really powerful mantras and some truths for yourself that you're worthy you're inherently value because you are right. Just by existing. Yeah. Like I literally, my, one of my favorite things that I say to myself and I tell all my clients, I have enough. I know enough. I am enough am That's enough. period. Yep. And not, period. you're not hearing me give the disclaimer as to why those things are my truths. They just are. They I, are. I, I are. am all of those Absolutely. things because I'm existing very much. Like, you know, you were like, I did this, I did this. I'm winning fucking a I'm winning because that's I'm it. Here because I'm here. Absolutely. I agree with that. I agree with that so much. And I think that undefined, um, that, that people with undefined, uh, ego, that is the, the mantra I am enough by just existing. I am here right. with nothing to prove to anybody, to myself. I don't need to, um, put that type of pressure on myself to prove something to myself. Right. Again, let's leave that to me. That's my journey. Um, and, you know, it's just, and the gift here, the gift here is that you get to show what it's like to be open hearted, right? Open. Um, there is a closeness with having a defined heart. There is, I have an ability to quickly write something off when I like, it's, it's like, I don't want to say it's harsh, but it can be, it can be. And an undefined heart doesn't do that. An undefined heart um, wants to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it wants to. I don't know if that's the right word. I'm not an undefined heart, but an undefined heart, um, I guess maybe sees people like that too, like assumes that everybody is like that maybe. So, so for my defined heart perspective, I, I assume everybody feels like I do. That's kind of what we do here, right? We assume everybody feels like we do and sees the world like we do. But if you're an undefined heart and you're assuming that everybody feels and sees the world like you do, you believe everyone's trying to prove something or everyone's feeling this feeling of trying to prove themselves. And so maybe you empathize more with them. Yeah. Maybe you give them more grace and than I do because I just don't get that, right? Off the bat. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I love the energy of the defined heart. So maybe there's something in this for someone because we are observing those, right? When we have the openness, we're the observer. When we mm -hmm. have the definition, we're being observed. And so I love witnessing someone that has this definition, very simple, you know, example. Um, my son's girlfriend, hers is defined. And she would say, I want pizza for dinner tonight. 
right? We're talking, we're having an open conversation about dinner. And she literally said, I want pizza. And she'll tell us where she wants it from. And she'll tell us what she wants, like right out of the gate. Us open-hearted people are kind of waiting in the background, like, oh, you know, can I, you know, can I speak up? Can I not? And I think it gives us that potential that my needs are worthy too. Right. Right. My need, my needs are valid too. I can speak up for myself too. And so it's like, it's not that, oh, I have to give into that. That's that lower vibe of that energy, that conforming that, you know, I'm not Uh worthy of this. Uh I'm totally worthy of asking for what I want to and honoring that and stepping, letting ourselves step more into that. That's the wisdom that I feel like I'm here to gain in my lifetime. And that I'm trying to nurture for myself that my needs matter too. Yeah. And you know, it's, and it's true. And it's, you know, and, and that's why I say it's, a, it's, it's always important to put the right people around you because the, the defined egos that you have around you are going to matter. I think more if you, if you have an undefined ego, what you're getting conditioned by there, mm-hmm. you know, um, I like to think that, you know, that's something that I'm kind of conscious of a lot is how I may or may not be conditioning someone in their ego, because I do know that a lot of people are undefined there. Right. So and, when I meet and she people. even took it a step further. And I've heard this twice now with people. It's she said, well, when my needs are met, everyone benefits. Right. And what a beautiful statement. What a beautiful statement. If we That's were true. all out there honoring that for ourselves, when my needs are met, everybody benefits because it's true. Let me tell yeah. you, we're out there trying to fucking prove ourselves and trying to commit yeah. to our value and our worth and the willpower and the motivation and all that. And we're so depleted. Guess what? All of our not selves are going to be just ping, 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 yeah. ping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this goes back to our people pleasing thing right. too that we just talked about. Um, and it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's an important one. So I'm glad we spent a little more time here yes. uh, to wrap up. Let's say the undefined hearts. Um, I am enough. By just and existing, I have I nothing to prove, and I have nothing to prove um, to yep. myself or anyone else. That's right. And um, and the gift here is that I'm an open-hearted being. I may yes. I may offer more compassion, um, and 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 empathy, maybe even for others from this place, from my heart. Yeah. Um, because I do know what that journey is like with an undefined heart. You do. Yeah. You know you do. Yes. So um so yeah, that is the gift. There. Absolutely. Take it in, open-hearted. That's Take it. Right. In. That's right. All right. You want okay, to do the sacral? moving on to the solar plexus. Let's swing oh, and then go across. Okay. Yeah, we'll swing okay. on down to the solar plexus. 50% has it defined, 50% doesn't. So, you know, a little spattering of each here. Um, and this one also ha- is a, a, a place for deep conditioning. Um, oh. It's probably the second biggest deep conditioning in deepest conditioning center in our design. And like Amy said, 50-50 here, half and half. There's a reason for that. We are very passionate about the solar plexus here. I love you, be spirit. We say that all the time. Emotions are so fucking important. Understanding our emotional energy is so important. The center, understanding it is so important. So, so, so important. It's been a huge part of my journey. Um, mine is undefined. Um, so unless you want to say something, I'm no, going to start. No, I think you get to speak to what that, you know, where you feel like the the growth potential is. Yeah, because the last few I've been very defined in. <laughs> okay. Um, my undefinition here, let's talk about it. My solar plexus is undefined and learning about this was huge for me because um you I I believe that the mantra somewhere here is um something uh, something around are these my feelings? Are these my emotions? Do I need to do anything with them? Is there anything for me to do here even? Do I need to fix things here or do I just feel like I need to fix things here? Right. Um, I think that as an undefined solar plexus, I spent a lot of time trying to manage the emotions in the room. 
eek, I don't know why. Like, I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm here to learn emotions over time with an undefined solar plexus. But I think at some point, um, we start, you know, because emotions may make us innately uh, unsettled, I don't know, and overwhelmed and overstimulated. We don't really know what to do with them. So we try and like manage them and do what we can with them. And, and we're all, you know, we also don't like confrontation, uh, and, and talking about things head on necessarily as we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Right. We don't want to, um, and what we're not re remembering in all of these moments is that the other 50% of y'all are emotionals. You could probably take it. You'll probably be fine. <laughs> if I share the thing, right? But yeah. we're so deeply wounded and scared that you won't, because we wouldn't probably, that um, we don't. And so all of that can be avoided if I check in and I say, wait, are these my feelings? Is this even mine to fix? Because if it's my own feelings, then maybe I need to look at some steps on how I can manage that and fix that or work through that, I should say. Yeah. I don't even know if fix is the right word, right? But if it's not my shit, then I don't need to manage it. I don't need to fix it. I don't even need to think about it anymore if I don't want to or feel it. Um, as soon as I'm done feeling it, I can let it go. And I didn't know that before. And that was a, that's been a huge lesson for me because there's, I was there's reacting nothing wrong with you. Place. There's nothing wrong with you yeah. for feeling as deeply as you do for others' yes. emotions. So inviting yourself to check in and just like you said, are these even mine? And reminding yourself, especially if there are um, kind of like some high energy emotions that are around you that you're feeling is this isn't personal. You know, I mean, we say that like us emotionals that spew our emotions outward, we, we, try to remind the receiver that it's not or that don't sometimes you don't even need to spew your emotions outward because they can be felt oh. yeah right? i'm just saying in those moments yeah. when someone is actually lashing out oh yeah yeah reminding yourself this isn't mine and this yeah. isn't personal because otherwise you're going to take that shit in and it's going to have you feeling all kinds of ways yeah. that are not they're actually it's not your truth at all yeah. 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 I mean, it might not even be your truth in that moment. Who knows? It's, you know, TBD, but, yeah. um, but we don't, we, right. And that's a great reminder Um, as, as well as, you know, and the, yeah, I've, I've definitely been guilty of taking in a feeling in the room and making it personal. I, I didn't even need words from the other to do that. So, um, so I, that's why I say, I check in and I say, is this my feeling? Do I need to fix or do anything here? And can I let it go? If so, yeah. if not, because those are the kind of like the three things that, because if not, if I don't let it go, it'll just stay there living, thinking in my head and, and, um, it'll like travel from my solar to my mind somehow, and it'll just stay there revolving. Um, and I don't want that. I don't want no, that. Because or then you make a story. My solar. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Then you That's start making me. stories up. So this is emotions. That's not my truth. Like you said, right. Emotions are meant to be felt and moved through. So tell yourself, I know how to move through these emotions. I will first check in if they're mine. If yeah. they're not, I can let them go. Yeah. And yeah. listen, guys, letting go of emotions, if you are a undefined emotional, is a gift. It okay? is. Emotionals can't do that. Sorry. Um, yeah. it's not it's not the same way that that goes for y'all, right? You have to move through it in a different way. Um, and as an undefined emotional, we have the gift, the gift here in the open center, again, is the ability to release 
let go or go there. Feel real deeply with the other. Your choice, yeah. your choice, but make your choices, right? Be aware of what you're choosing there because it's huge. It's huge on how your next moves are going to go. Because I can tell you as somebody that was operating, literally operating, physically reacting from that place almost, you know, um, I was making choices wrong because of that for myself. Because had I just taken a beat and checked in and said, okay, this isn't even my shit. I don't need to fix this or, or do anything here. I can actually just let this go. This other whole human is capable of handling and operating their own operating system. I needn't do much more here. Yeah. And I could let it go. That was like, yo, game changer for me. Game changer. Because the amount of space it cleared out inside of me was huge. And the and the way that it allowed me to give of myself to the people and places that I wanted to go deep in with was huge too. It just opened me up, right? And there's the gift again, right? Yeah. Your, your, uh, your open centers are here to be open and receptive so that you can get the gift but yeah. if we're cluttering them with our not self bullshit they can't do our they can't do that for us yeah we're not so, available for the gift yeah yeah so you know, yeah, i love the reflection of having this open because it it is such you know i mean i i'm surrounded by predominantly emotionals right and so yeah. hearing a reflection of someone else helps me kind of understand some of my impact with my emotions, good or bad, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's here, but you know, guys, we say both are here to happen. Yes. Right? We're here to condition each yes. other all day, every day. That's yeah. what we're doing here. And, uh, and the emotions. And I love that what you said about um, them being, I don't know what you said, motions, energy, movement. Yeah. Mo yeah They're meant cool. to be moved through. Yeah. See, and like, you know, when like, you I it's I'm, I'm, you know, I don't want to use the little cliche, this too shall pass, but guess what it does? Well, I was thinking I've read like emotions are energy in motion. Is that yes. right? Did I? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And if you listen to yourself, when you were saying that and you said the word emotion, that's like what I heard motion. There's emotion yeah. there. There's yeah. motion, right? Yeah. You so will move through it. Emotions move, right? Yep. Right. And so, and it's just, you know, how we get to the emotional wave that y'all need to do. But yeah, I don't, um, I'm not here for that. That is not my journey. Undefined nope. emotionals out there, that is not your journey either. Our journey is to check in regularly and ask, are these mine? Um, what am I feeling here? Is it mine to feel? Can I learn something here? Do I need to fix something? Do I need to do something? What is this showing me? Is yeah. there something for me to take here and glean and learn? Is there something I'm meant to apply to my own life? Am I meant to sit with this feeling and cry about it for a while? Am I meant to talk to this person and go there with them for a while? I don't know. What is it here that I'm here to do? Right. And if nothing, if none of those, then I can just let go. Yes. I can let go. And that might not be as easy as like, hey, I'm going to let go now. But I can start letting go in that moment. And by the end of the day, I may have fully release that thing all day. It might take me all day. I don't know. Depends what the thing is. Something's really good in there in the solar right. plexus, but you can start the process of letting it go, clearing yourself out so that I can be open to the next gift opportunity that my undefined solar plexus offers me, which is probably going to happen when a defined person or maybe an undefined person shares something with me. And then I have space to like take it in and maybe or maybe not apply it right yes beautifully yeah. said i love that okay love that one. all right thank you on to this thank you yep okay. on sacral to this. time
Yeah. So Undefined neither syndrome. one of us have this defined. So we're very aware of the feelings that show up here. And this shows up for me. How do I want to say? Oh, I want to say. I'm going to let you say first. It feels I, I have to, I, I, it, it feels like not enoughness, right? Like, uh, right. like, oh, if only I had the energy to do all these things, I could, you know, climb mountains and I would, you know, change the world and everything, but I actually don't. <laughs> Mine so feels like I just got to pit my stomach right now when you were saying, when, as soon as you took a breath for a minute, I was like, oh God, mine feels like, uh, yeah, similar. Mine feels like heavy, like, uh, like heaviness. Like I can't move my feet. Like I just don't have it. Um, I want it, but I don't have it or yes. Yes. I I want it, but I don't have it. God beautifully said. So how do we shift that? Yeah. Like I, I, it's still, you know, I know when enough is enough. Mm -hmm. I know. And everything I'm doing is always enough. I know. Yeah, I think that I think that's a big part. I think that that's a good one. Um, I think obviously you and I still have work to do here. We're (laughs) we're struggling here with this one, guys. I can see us both like trying to get words out. Uh, Words are hard right now, but uh, (laughs) deconditioning in real life, you guys. You want to (laughs) watch? Um. Okay. Sacral deconditioning is the is a deep one too. Maybe the sacral is a deep one too. Okay. Um. Yes. There is a level of, I know when enough is enough. I mean, even me saying that to myself right now sounds like a lie. I'm not going to lie. It does. God damn it does. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing, you beautiful undefined sacrals. I say it and I know that's not my truth, but in reality, it is my truth because I know yeah. when it's enough, but my conditioning tells me I have yes. to keep fucking going. Yes. And yes. so yes. maybe yes. the gift is, creating awareness to know that everything you're doing is always enough. I know when enough is enough and I no longer have to try to do more. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. I love that. I no longer have to try and do more is a good end piece there because that's another feeling is that there's always more, there's more, there's more, there's more gotta do. There's more, there's more. Um, and, and yeah, enough is never enough is what it feels like a lot of the time. So I love that. I love that. I know when enough is enough and go on, say it again. <laughs> say it one more time for me. And everything I'm doing is always enough. And I'm doing is always enough. I am no longer going to push myself to do more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to do more. Um, and, and it, this is, you know, this is a big one. Again, we live in a sacrally conditioned world, sacrally dominant world. There's a reason for that. We need y'all to be out there doing all the things. Um, and us undefined sacrals need to understand that we operate differently. And so the gift here is in also the amplification of um, the way that we can amplify sacral energy is pretty fucking cool. That's what I'm trying to say here. Yes. Okay? Because like now that I know this, right, we can use this in a better way. Like uh, not knowing this most of my life, I was just whatever, willy nilly ride energy coats of tales of people for whatever but now that i know what, what's happening there's an ability for me to like tap in to sacral energy i did this at the music festival when i was given readings as soon as it was a sacral i really intentionally wanted some of their life force energy and if they had a defined root i asked for some of that shit too inside i was like literally asking for it so that i could keep going for the yeah. day 
And I think it helped. I think that it worked. I do this at work a little bit too. I experiment with this at my bar work, you know, pulling on the man's energies when they get there. Right. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a different way to experiment, but, uh, but it is a cool thing that you can do with an undefined sacral is amplifying sacral energy. And that goes for like, you know, being in groups of people working on projects, whatever, being at like concerts, events, things like this, you, you know, you may in those moments have the most energy and like, be like in it to win it. Like freaking yeah, let's go and do it, man. Live that moment. Enjoy your moments. Right. Just know that when you separate, that may not be how you feel anymore. And that's okay right. too. Yeah. Right. You so borrowed knowing that. that the gift is in the amplification of the sacral energy. We can take that in and we can use that shit moment to moment. And it's a gift. It's a gift. Right. We can also tell if you're frustrated or not say girls, just saying I can. Okay. So, um, right. So again, important who you surround yourself by just like the egos that are defined in our life. Right. When I said it, it's important. What sacrals, you know, um, what, because you are the majority, um, let's check in with our sacral friends. Right. I want, I want you to be happy. I want you to be satisfied because I can feel that when I'm around you. And, um, just like you can, you know, feel other parts of me on you, but yep. Yeah. So I think that the gift is in the amplification of the life force energy. I mean, I think, right. I, what, what I love it. it. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think that that's what we're here to, to kind of do. And, um, and to get these like creative, like bursts of like energy or these creative, like whatever life force. I mean, I think life force energy, I just get like, I mean, even just saying those words makes me feel more alive. So I think, you know, whatever it's, 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 it's good. It's a good thing. It's a gift thing. It's a way to use that as a gift. Um, and also just reminding yourself that, you know, since we know when enough is enough and we don't need to do too much more, if we don't want to, that's, that's, that's okay too. I'm doing enough just by what I'm doing. I don't need that's to do right. anymore. And if you're feeling, if you're genuinely feeling called to do more, not from conditioning, not from any of this plug into sacral, Plug into a sacral, amplify yeah. that energy, let yourself go, and then know when your yeah. time's up that when you unplug, you're going to need deep rest. And that's beautiful. Yeah. Do not expect yourself then to be able to carry that through on your own. That is not, yeah. that is a misuse of that amplification, 100%. So, okay. Awesome. Next, spleen, which we both have defined, right? The spleen yeah. we both have defined. Um, and so what would you want to say to someone that has this undefined? I mean, my daughter has it undefined and my daughter too. Yeah. Um, I and, mean, I, that's why that's the first person I thought of when yeah. I, when I would do this example, because again, we can't personalize this. So I would say, um, I, I would say, you know, I would say something around fears. I would say, is this my own fear? Um, similar to the emotional check-in process, I would check in with my fears. If I had an undefined spleen, I well, would say, right. Because the, the theory is, is, you know, the person that has this undefined, they're absorbing these things from others, right? Work, yes. It's, it's, that's right. what's being amplified. Other people's fears, their anxiety, their health issues. You health issues. Yeah. yeah. So that's much about one. your well being and your immune system. So just checking in very similar to what we said about emotions. Are these, is this even mine? But this really is trusting, yep. this is a very, very intuitive center. So really trusting your innate intuition about others yeah yeah and yeah, just, yeah and letting go of anything that is no longer serving you that's the low vibe of, like you'll hang on to things longer than you're meant to and so i know exactly when to let things go 
I know what's mine and what isn't. I trust that the highest good is available for everyone's health and well-being, right? Like letting yourself let go of these feelings. You don't have to fix anything, they're not, if, especially if they're not yours, but you also have this beautiful intuitive wisdom about you, defined or not. It's available to us to tap into, to know, you know, what to let go of. Yeah, I like that. I think that that's all accurate. I think that the gift is um, often too with the undefined spleen is that, you know, you have a, a real deep ability to be like a healer here yes. too with your, yes. with your actual literal hands and, and yourself. Um, I see this with my daughter. I'm sure you see it with yours too. Um, but there is a, you know, you can take, there's so much to do with the health uh, the immune system here and the health system here, um, internal health system, right. not the external one. Um, but uh, it, it, it's, it's you can um, really feel other people's pain and fears yes. and ailments and things like this in a deep way. So if that is something that you're sensitive to, like Amy said, trust in your body in that, uh, knowing that that is true, you know, you probably are picking up something from somebody else around you. Um, you also have the the gift and the ability to, you know, um, give that, give that all, give it away, let go. Just like I said, with the, with the emotional, um, center and, um, you know, you may, you may have an, a, an ability to really like heal, like with your touch, like with your, um, I don't know. I I just, I keep feeling like I want to say that. So I don't know if you I agree. Find Maybe and, that's something that you should think about or, or play around with. And I, I would know. really, I would... really invite you that have this undefined to really, really uh, take some conscious steps to surround yourself with really healthy people. Yeah. And I'm talking health on all the levels, right? But just really, if you're surrounding yourself with a lot of toxicity, whether that's, you know, from a true immune system perspective, or just a really low vibe, fear-based, anxious, you know, invite yourself to just create some boundaries with that, because that's constantly going to be infused to you. And you're constantly going to have to be deflecting and giving back, right? This isn't mine. This isn't mine. And that, that pattern can, can be really exhausting. You can, yeah. you can end up taking it on as your own. And that's why it's important for you to check in and say, God, this isn't even mine. I trust yeah. that, they, that they're, they, they know exactly what's best for themselves. I'm going to uh -huh. this back. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. And the root, da, 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 the final center of the nine, the other pressure center. I have this defined, you have this undefined. So what do you feel like your experiences of it undefined? Undefined root, my other undefined pressure center. Um, yes, the undefined root is, uh, you know, this is, you know, something I found recently, but I love it is I bet I get there right when I'm supposed to. Mm -hmm. My timing is my own. Um, my, I'm, I am never late. I am always on my right time. Things like this help me a lot when I think about my undefined root mantras like this, things um, where I can remind myself that I am not here to rush. I am not here to um, stress about time. I'm not here to manage it necessarily. Mm -hmm. uh, I, all of that feels very unnatural. It never has felt natural to me. Um, I just have now a level of understanding about it, surrounding it for myself, which is so helpful. Again, this has been a major part for me, but the, the idea that I know that I'm going to get there right when I'm supposed to is something I remind myself all the time. Um, sometimes I'll try and laugh about it. Like, 
<laughs> looks like I'm about to run late, but I bet I'll get there right when I'm supposed to anyway. That's and sometimes right. it works. Like I'll literally still get there on time those times, mm-hmm. you know, and counter to when I was rushing all the time. That's how it felt all the time. Perpetually running late and always mm-hmm. rushing. Yeah. It's like perpetually running late, but I'm always rushing. How is that possible? Well, because I've not meant to run like that. That's why. So if I run more like how I meant to run, then I'll be late less. Cool. Win-win for everybody then, guys. So yeah, I try and just remind myself, I'm not here to run on time the regular way. I have a different relationship with time. That's another one that I like to tell myself. Um, so time and I have a different relationship than time and most people do. Um, I love that one for me. And the gift here is that I'm here to remind people like, we're going to get there, you guys. It's yeah. okay. Yes. Right? Like your son. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get there right when we're supposed to. And yeah, we will. We will. Okay. Yes. yes. And we will. And so, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of energy around time in this center, but it's really also a pressure to do things. I have to do, you know, I have to do, I have to do. So it's like, yeah. I release the pressure to do everything. And I will, um, I have all the time I need. And, yeah. And, and yeah. you're right to say do, because I did talk about time a lot and do is another one. Like I release the pressure to do. Yeah. So I have a different relation with time and I release the pressure to do because I trust that I will have the motivation to do the things that I want to do when I'm supposed to. I trust that I will get the drive that I need to do the thing when I'm supposed to. I don't need to push myself right now and try and do it right now because I think that I have to do it right now. I trust that I will have the drive to do when I'm supposed to. You know, again, it goes back to timing, which is interesting because didn't we bring up timing again for another one, the throat? The throat, the throat's a timing. There's a lot of timing here, guys. And in human design in general, I said this the other day, somebody asked me, they're like, (laughs) jokingly, my friend was like, "What what does it say in my chart about procrastination? Monique in my human design chart. And I'm like, no, no, no. Procrastination, especially for us undefined rooted people, that's me. Um, it, it, what if what if procrastinating is putting me on my exact timing? Yes. What if that's what's happening with yeah. my procrastination? Yeah. What if procrastination is a big load of bullshit that we've been felt fed by the peoples, right? To tell me that I suck at doing things in a timely fashion when really I'm just getting on my own timeline better. Yeah. Right. What if that's what procrastinating is doing is really shifting me. And this is so much about timing. This, this whole experiment, I think I've learned, right. Yes. We, we think we know, right. When things are supposed to happen for us and how, and all these things, right. We're so smart. But when we align, when we really start to align, we start to see like, Oh, I'm actually getting pushed into my own timing better by doing things this way. What a surprise. See, there's the gift. That's what I was going to say, because I think there is such an innate gift in these people that don't have this defined because me that has it defined, it never ends. I always have the pressure to do, 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 do. I'm always like, and so what I witness is if you can empower yourself to let go of this pressure to do and in, you know, really embody this. I have all the time I need and I bet it'll get done exactly when it's meant to, then yeah. you get to be a much more relaxed human. Oh God. I yes. think that is the gift. And so nervous so, system regulation. Big time, guys, yes. Yes. 
Yes. I do think that this was one of my most unaligned centers that I, that I struggle with for sure. Yeah. Um, I think, I think the lady that aligned me in Costa Rica, the biotune lady yeah. told me that. Yeah. Pretty sure she said something about the root, like being like, wah, wah, this one's wacky. Yeah. Mine was definitely we're, we're taught to do right. It's a similar yeah. kind of pressure to do. And, and yeah, so I just, I think that that is the gift there. Um, you're right. And when we lean back into that, when we lean back and we're like, ah, it does start to feel more natural. Yeah. It does start to feel good. And it, and it feels good to even remind people like you that are constantly doing like, you know, you can stop too, if you want, if you want, you right. can stop too. Yeah. Right. Definitely. We're allowed to borrow the whole chart when we want yes. to. Right. right. Yes. So, you know, there's, there's the gift and, uh, and, and there, there you have it. All nine centers, nightly All wraps nine up centers. in a belt. I we want you to really take from this, what, um, what you can gain from your undefinition, what you can really like bring in through that openness, you know, that receptivity, that ability to be just this being here, being as a human I and, think and what that can do. It'll cultivate more acceptance of yourself and that deep yeah, that's love. It. And I would love if you have multiple open centers, like I do is like have a compound effect, right? So for me, it's my sacral and my um, heart center that I feel like have, carry a lot of noise for me. Yeah. And so it's like, I know when enough is enough and I never have anything to prove, you know, Perfect. I, it's just oh, letting that. those two breed together. And then it's just like, all of a sudden I feel lighter. My shoulders come back further. My head gets out of my neck and I just feel like, okay, I got this right. And so maybe just looking at what you shared <laughs> of each of those, how can you invite yourself to have a completely different perspective about yourself with deep acceptance and love and appreciation and respect and all the beautiful things that hopefully have you feeling very empowered. So that was our intention yes. today. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Um, I like that you said to compound the two together, right? Because I, I don't usually do that. I like that because maybe I'll put my my solar plexus and my root ones together. That's right. Those are the two yeah. that I, you know, so like, yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, we hope that we offered you some another way to look at your chart uh, with this. You know, I, I think that that's what this kind of did for me too, as we were doing it. And um, I like focusing on my undefinition. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So I, I like that. Yeah, difference. we get to look at it from a really, um, like, a, a uh, let's, let's celebrate these things. Yeah. Let's honor this. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Let's honor the shit out of our openness. Let's do yeah. that because it, it's a valuable piece of us too. I Duh. would love, love, love to hear from any of you, any feedback that you have. And if we have any of those magical reflectors who have all these centers open, I hope this landed so much and that you're, you know, you're already starting to create a practice of how amazing you are. Yeah. Give us some reflector so, reflections. If you're yeah. listening, I would love yeah. to hear that too. And if we have a center to find like the spleen, like, or like the state, like we had a hard time a little bit at wording some, if you have a better wording for us, we'd love to hear it. And we'll yes. add it in somewhere, trust and believe. Yep. um well in an episode somewhere it'll get it'll get popped back in there um we love you so much thank you for listening thank you for being here on our journey and and we love you love yourselves yep until next time bye for now bye bye thank you so much for tuning into this episode we hope you found it inspiring and digestible if you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast 
as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.